How you doing? Fantastic. Fantastic. I hope you have a good day. Hope you have a better week. Mm, I hope your month is full of successful days and a lot of great ventures. I hope you just come up, brother. I hope your whole fucking year is spectacular. Oh, you hope my year is spectacular? Yeah. You got something? You got something? It's tournament season, folks. Uh, but this time, this is going to be for the summer. I'm too old for this year-long shit. I- I'm not jumping off that roof again. Uh, and with this one, this one's going to draw blood. Now, who draws first blood? I don't know. Uh, I-, I do know it's going to be a knockdown, drag-out fight. So get ready to shake hands with friends. Get in the mud with your enemies. Ball up those fists, whether, whether it's with your fingers or with your toes. Because uh, with, with only one character coming out of this battle, it may feel like you've been thrown out of a window or, or thrown around in the back of a truck or, or thrown for a loop uh, on top of a carnival ride. Uh, but if it gets to that point, uh, you're going to have to throw a full court haymaker to survive this game of death because only one character is getting out of here. And if it ain't your, your favorite, they're going to have to get a body. Get the fuck out of here. No, I cannot. It's serious. Because- with that, for Paige, for Janine, for Matt, and for Lon, we... What up, family? It's your boy, Amaru, and we are here. Uh, we are here at the start of a new tournament. Uh, last year, we did the uh, One Geek Tournament, trying to find the ultimate geek character. Uh, and this year, we are going one action hero, the best action hero of them all. Uh, and today... Uh, after we go through the 80s, next week we'll go through the 90s, the 2000s, 2010s, we'll have a final. Uh, but today we are focusing on the 1980s, and we got six action heroes. Uh, Adam, somehow we can still hear you really loudly. I don't know why, but it's okay. Uh, and we got uh, Martin Riggs, Rambo, Dutch, John McClane, Axel Foley, and Snake Plissken going at it. Only one can stay. And as you heard in the background, uh, I got a great crew here with me. Three of them were able to actually get together. Uh, so let's start with them. Go down there. Mara, movie guys, movie people, uh, as you would say. How y'all doing? We can be movie guys. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. Movie folk. Movie folk. Movie humans. <clears throat> yeah, we're doing great. You're going to hear planes go by every once in a while, such as my garage. But uh, hey, Mara was in town, so we wanted to capitalize. So yeah. we could all be together. I invited myself over. I did not ask in advance. She's always I mean, I'm pretty sure Mara can invite, invite herself anywhere and everybody will say yes. Uh, so that is okay. Um, gentlemen, one thing, there is no Indiana Jones in this. Um, uh, for anybody wondering, if there was a character in... Oh, he's gone, so we're going to be losing them. But if there was a character in last year's tournament, uh, Indiana Jones, uh, uh, Neo from The Matrix, uh, I know that's not 80s, but I'm just saying, uh, the T-800... They are not Action in Jackson. this tournament. Yeah. Action Jackson, exactly. They are not in this tournament. V.I. So, Warshawski, the yeah. perfect weapon. You, yeah. you don't know what these gentlemen's number ones are here. Uh, how do you feel about not having Indy in this one? No, no Indy conversations. Well, it's the battle for second place. Yeah. Mm. It makes it okay. impossible to take this seriously, but that's how I approach most things. Yeah. All right. I guess that's fine. I guess that's fine. Uh, but I'm glad to have you here. Uh, joining me, almost as always, damn near every other show. One Miss Paige for Betty. Paige, how are you? Oh, good. I'm just stuffing my face and into this uh, 80s mood right now. But other than that, fabulous. I wasn't born in the 80s, but I like to think I somewhat know my 80s-ness. So we'll find out. 
Oh, you're the only one, I guess, uh, at least by the 80s. Uh, but under under uh, one Boston badass, we have one uh, expert of, of the sly and the Arnie of it all. So I had to have him on here. One, Mr. J-T-E. J-T-E, how are you doing, sir? So happy to be here. I pretty much feel like I woke up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat, and I was like, somebody's going to be arguing 80s action heroes. <laughs> it was like a premonition. And then you messaged me the next day. I just have like a sixth sense when it comes to any sort of oily, muscly bound men with machine guns. I have to be there to represent them. Well, happy Pride Month, ATE. Exactly. <laughs> hey, I had posters of Arnold, Stallone, all these guys on, on my bedroom wall. I was, my mom was like, where's all the girls bikinis i was like i need 80s action heroes okay i'm a child of the 80s uh, maybe there's a kathy ireland poster okay i'll give you that where there are people uh, arguing 80s action heroes we'll I'll, be there i'll be we'll there, be there. <laughs> we will we will all be there uh and speaking of somebody who might be here a little later in the tournament we'll see dan what's going on uh there's good to see in the, the comments kathleen turner no clue pick that reference right up that's that's why i love that man right there Oh, uh, yes. But you know what? Let's get this going. We'll start uh, with our number fours. And Paul, Paul, we'll go with you. Who do you have as your number four? Number four? Now, we had six number people, four. right? We yeah, do have six, and we'll get into five and six later. One wins, uh, yeah. four go but, home. But, but number four, who is your number four? You're very lucky. My number four, I picked Snake Plissken. What? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I picked Snake Bliskin for get my number four. Come to the right place. Uh, first of all, props to Snake for his service. And also, uh, even listen, this is a no nonsense action guy. He's, uh, you know, he's, I think he's better than, well, I won't say who he's better than because I would give some things away. Uh, listen, he, says, he tells the president to screw off. You know, he, anybody who says, fuck the man, I'm a fan. That's why I like the Judy Bloom documentary that just came out. She did a little bit of that. So, uh, yeah, I mean, she did. Don't. What did she place third? I did. Oh. Give it away. <laughs> Margaret. But uh, no, I go with Snake as my number four, and that this whole thing is comparison. So, like, would he be four against other people? Probably not. He is badass. It's the adult Kurt Russell you've longed for. You know, after watching him in the barefoot executive and the computer wore you tennis won. shoes. Yeah. So it, it's, it was a long time coming for him to whoop ass. And he did a lot of that. Now, you also said to me, Paul, this this is 80s, but you can take their whole, you know, slate Franchise. of the character into account. Well, if we do that, Snake's dead in the water because Escape from L.A. is a tragic piece of shit. But uh, for yes, us, New York in the 80s. He is badass. I put him number four. All right, all right. I, you mentioned it. I have. I'm privy to the the future Brad kicks. I will say this one is probably the hardest to really? pin down. Um, actually, yeah. You you'll see how much variety we have. Ooh, ooh, maybe, maybe you? not. I mean, Let's I'm ready say, to have did, an unpopular opinion again because last time I did too. <laughs> yes, yeah, you kind of did, but it's all right. Well, let's see. Let's see how popular this opinion was. Did anybody else have Snake at their number four? Are you kidding me, JT? <laughs> Bam, wow, two what? Yeah, yeah, two people at him besides me. This dude has a cool ass. I want to hear the criteria. One and two. Did you guys not see Overboard? The guy's got muscles. Well, listen, he's my second favorite Kurt Russell character of the eye patch, Captain Ron. 
takes the number one role for me on that one. Okay. But I think Snake Plissken, I got to agree with Paul. You know, the sequel didn't quite live up, and that's a 90s movie, so it didn't quite live up. This is a very small, low budget John Carpenter film. This is not Rambo or Predator or some of these other films that have huge summer blockbusters. So this is kind of like it really skated by just mainly by Kurt Russell's super cool snake Plissken. Like he saves the movie. John Carpenter, great director, but you could tell like he didn't quite have the budget he did like when he did the thing for Universal, where he actually had a major budget to do whatever he wanted to do. So I love Kurt Russell. He's one of my favorite guys. But again, like Paul said, we're comparing these to other iconic characters. And he lands at number four, which to me might be controversial when you see what my five and six are. Uh, and Mara, you yeah. said you had you you had Snake at number four as well. I did. You did? I did. I raised my hand on everything. Oh, oh, I didn't catch that. <laughs> yes. Um, for many of the same reasons as Paul, uh, looking at him as a full picture, I think he gets by by the skin of his teeth. And I think that when I think about an 80s action star, I, I try to look at what do they typify? And I think capability and the ability to succeed, whether that's street smarts, brain smarts, muscle smarts, whatever. I think that Snake Plissken's like the cool guy. He's like the cool hero. And that's awesome and everything, but do I want to rely on him? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, uh, does anybody else have Snake? Or is it just, I think it's just those three. Um, Adam may, may not be too happy. I Three I people have, the, have the Snake? Panel. Three people yeah. had Snake as the one that goes off the ship first. That's the, the three three people did. Uh, and and look, it was really really close. I'm sorry, but what we're gonna do is I'm uh, I'm gonna go ahead and and and, and go with my number four and my number four off bat is Dutch, uh, which kind of hurt just a little bit. Like it when it comes to having six people, uh, when it comes to having six people. One through four are actually like really, really good, and it's really five and six that I don't care about. But four to me, Dutch, I, I think, is just maybe I just watched Predator a little too late. I, I don't care too much for just the straight up macho man and nothing else. That's what for an action he, hero it is, though. That's, that's, that's for an that's, action that's a, hero. Cut him, cut him. He's just he's all about yeah. action. Get rid of that guy. Right, right, I'm gonna come the show now because he does not know what he is ranking. I can't do that. <laughs> look, look, it's, it's 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 my list. It's what I want. I need a little bit more uh, than just action for my action heroes. There are plenty of other action heroes that have that same action. We got a little bit more depth in one it's in one way or another. What do you he, mean? He, 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 he did. He did. <laughs> but there's other things that other people did that to me are more iconic, more memorable. I like them a little bit more. Um, so I yes, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, a, I don't know if it's a B movie. And yes, Dutch is my number four. I'm very, very sorry. Does anybody else have Dutch at their number four? No. No, because we're not smoking crystal meth. Why would anyone no. do that? Crystal meth. Oh my god. I did just finish watching Better Call Saul. Maybe that's the 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 connection there. I don't know. Well, fine. Paige, you're the last one. Paige, what about you? Who is your number four? Who is my number four? I actually need to look at this real quick so I don't forget. <laughs> I did. The All right, thing. people are probably yeah. going to kill me for this one. I have Bruce Willis's John McClane. Ooh, and that. It's crazy, but sure. But I actually can okay. support that. So, 
badass, awesome dude. I mean, he can fit into tiny little like vents. Like he saves Christmas pretty much, but he's just <laughs> Christmas. Yeah, that's just points. That's just points. <laughs> but the thing is, though, he's just a very simple man. Like he's just saving this one hotel. Like these other action heroes are saving bigger and larger things like the world in a sense. So for me, that's kind of like where he falls, I'd say. But I mean, don't get me wrong. I love the man. But just like the, your regular dude on the streets. Like, Did you not see Live Free or Die Hard? He, he <laughs> saved the entire country. Okay, the entire talking, country. No, we're talking about just one though, the original. No, no, you take the entire franchise into account and John McClane is into that and he is he kicks ass again and again and again. But anyway, anyway, go ahead. I can't say the name of the hotel he uh, saves because Not that's tongue. like a tongue twister. Yeah, there you go for me. But uh, hotel. yeah, he's just, he's just a big But I love Bruce Willis. But to me, I like him more in like Pulp Fiction. That's not an action movie, though. But look, we don't know that the Predator wouldn't have just holed up in the jungle and enjoyed a, a quiet life there once he cleared it of the humans. We don't know he was going to go on to take out the rest of the world. So I think hailing Dutch as some huge big deal uh, may not be a, a call for. But we should check in, check in on JTE. Are you feeling okay with all this early disparaging of Arnold? Okay? I mean, listen, I'm more of a Stallone guy. I've always, you know, put oh, okay. my chips into oh, that basket, okay. but that's how he feels. That's yeah. how he feels. He's so <laughs> distraught that he is now a robot and he has turned into a Terminator. Again, we'll get into my other picks later and I'll have a lot to say. As the Gaucha expert here, I am going to have to disagree, though. Just saying. Well, anyway, uh, Adam, you actually... More. Wow, the lore went over. Resident what? I know all the lore about the Yaucha and their proud race. Oh, the Yaucha. That's right. That's I had to I had to train these guys on that. <laughs> and you clearly dumb stuff. did such yeah, a good yeah, job that yeah, I remember. Right. That's a pretty new yourself. word. Yeah. Uh yeah. Even my uh, dog I've been is saying there. Yaucha a lot in Predator. They've never said that word in any of the movies, have they? Shall we talk about the words yeah, of yeah, Star yeah, Wars yeah. that were oh, never yes. mentioned in the never, All right. ever. Now uh, the Adam, I, I did forget you weren't mentioned. So are you in agreement with her or do you have somebody else? Uh, no, but I, I agree with the criteria of a regular guy. Okay, so so uh, uh, John McClane is the regular guy thrown into an extraordinary circumstance and rises above it. That is not an action star, and therefore neither is Axel Foley. He's great. He's funny. He's excellent. But he's a regular guy thrown into extraordinary circumstances. That's the whole bit. He's not a guy that's going to, like, not stop until justice is served. That ain't Axel Foley. Number four, off the boat, buddy. You ain't no action star. You're good. You and also that third movie, come on, you know, it was pretty uh, bad. You sure? You sure he's your number four? Because I'm looking he, at your list. Hey. He might be a little bit lower than your number do, four. Do, do numbers are they hard? Wait. There's six Maybe total. Six, and you gotta do the. You're not saying your last two right now. Yeah, yeah. it took me. I was oh, making yeah, sure I counted from six. the correct direction. So. Wait a second, my yes. number four? Yes. Four. You said that you do the number four as the We're doing five. number four. What well, we've been doing last year, doing minutes. Five minutes. You're not doing the last one first? No. We, no, we will be doing that in a bit. We're doing number four. Sadly, this is not a bit. He did not plan this. <laughs> no, he did not know this. Number it's four. Right. I, th I, I thought we were going fourth from first. The fourth and then the <laughs> nah, nah, number, number, Straight number four. Adam, I love you. I love you to death. Straight number straight four, and then, number and then when we do our two worst after? This is yeah. Saturday we will get to them, yes. It's not, it's not <laughs> hitting. We shall get to them. 
All right, well, my fourth is John McClain. Then I agree. Well, then there you oh, go. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a weird order to do it. Am I wrong? I'm sorry. I promise they've all been on the show before, and I promise they've Same all criteria. done this format. Same criteria, they've done this though. format anyway. This is great. Same criteria. Same criteria, like Star Wars, yeah. Exactly. I'm McClain. Okay. Yeah. No, same criteria as Paige. Too regular a guy. And he doesn't even like himself, really, if you think about it, too. Like, these other guys obviously like each other themselves because they're always greased up and have huge muscles and are badass. Or, so. like, you know, drunk and have to be woken up from drunkenness at the beginning of, you know, a hangover yeah. at the beginning of uh, uh, Last Boy Scout, whichever installment of Die Hard Last Boy Scout was. Yeah. <laughs> Die Hard like that. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's that Die Hard 5, Last Boy Scout. Oh. Uh, but with that, that is everybody's number four. Quick, very quick recap. Uh, I have Dutch. Uh, at number four, while uh, Mara, JTE, uh, and Paul at all had Snake. Uh, and Paige and Adam, uh, we got there eventually, <laughs> did all, had had John McClain. Uh, Adam, we're going we're gonna to give you uh, this moment to, to, to bring that back now. Uh, so for you, who is your number three? I just want to make sure before he said, we're winning, right? So we're winning, <laughs> JT and Mara. Yes. Yes, you all are winning. Yes, you are. Three, three to two to one. Okay. Just for just for saying the right uh, number. Okay. Number three. Your number three. The fourth one out. Yes. (laughs) Your number three. Gee, how can I get confused? Uh, You're still doing the first one out if you did. uh... All right. Uh, I was doing the first one out. That's what I thought we were doing. Okay. Uh, Yeah. No. uh, Number three uh, for me is uh, Dutch. Uh, See, I'm not too far off. Not too far off. Now, he is a superhero of a man. That's the only thing. That's why he gets a little higher. He's a, no, he's not even a regular guy. He's like, you know, an elite squad, the best of the best. I mean, these are all the real reasons to be an action hero. That's why he gets so close, closer than uh, uh, John McClane, who's a cop. But he's a great cop, and he's not who you want in the building if you're going to try and rob that building. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but he's best in buildings. I think once you take him out of the building, what am I going to do with a diehard movie that doesn't take place in a confined space? You know what I'm saying? Diehard live free or die. I'm going to say <laughs> it again. Build a damn alien. I guess whatever. whatever. Does anybody else have uh, Dutch at their number three? No, I'm not. I'm not insane. Exactly. We're not insane. I, so if they, if he's insane, I must be have no brain whatsoever. We're gonna go over to Paige then. Paige, uh, what is your number three? I didn't my number like three. My all right, JTE is gonna kill me. Let me make sure real quick. Yep, JTE is definitely gonna kill me. I have Rambo. This dude is just a crazy man in the fucking wilderness in the jungle, just going nuts and kind of just snaps. Have and you only just- seen the first one? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I was about to say. That that also sounds a little bit like somebody I've already mentioned, but okay. The man went back and won Vietnam for us. I mean, he ripped the man's throat out. He won Afghanistan. (laughs) (laughs) He actually helped some of them in that one, unfortunately. Oh, too funny. (laughs) Go ahead, Paige. (laughs) I mean, he looks badass in the film. Like, he's got blood on himself. Like, but yeah, I feel like he's just kind of like a crazy man. Like, just it goes crazy in like the jungle, kind of in a sense. Like, I mean, Did you I see the like, second one. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of would have just liked to seen him. Like, I don't know, maybe like fight a gorilla in the movie while he's like 
in war, like that. <laughs> That's like, the thing I mean. Rainbow like, in the Crystal Skull. He's more, <laughs> he's more of a war hero than an action hero, in my this eyes. This is true. Is that a good way to put it? That's no, how- that's a terrible way to put it. War heroes are heroes. Thank you for your service. That's what you're supposed to say to John Rambo. Like snake <laughs> is the worst way to put it. I'm sending you the Rambo collection on Blu-ray page. All right, please do. I will offer. I need to add more. There you go. Does Does anybody else have uh, Rambo at their number three? No, no, they don't. Because as I said, this list and the number of lists I got, probably the most different list I've seen in a long, long time. So we're going to move over to one of the JTE. Because I think Whit might have like a, has like four different lists in front of him right now. So. <laughs> he might. He might. Okay uh, JTE, who is your number three? Yeah, listen, I love all these characters that we're discussing today. So, you know, it wasn't easy to place these guys in a certain order. So for number three, I'm going with Martin Riggs, a.k.a. Lethal Weapon, Mel Gibson. Nothing more dangerous than an 80s cop with long hair, than an 80s cop with long hair who is also psychotic and has a death wish. So to me, he is the ultimate unhinged cop. Lethal Weapon is something that has been parodied and copied through Tango and Cash, The Last Boy Scout, any movie where there's two cops trying to figure something out and one of them is kind of loose cannon, it all comes down to Richard Donner's Lethal Weapon. And to me, the first film, especially the first Lethal Weapon, has some of the most badass like action hero to the point where they're, he's, he's crazy. He jumps off a building with a guy handcuffed to him. And it's the first time, me personally, remembering seeing a cop chase a bad guy on foot when he's running away in a car and he actually catches up to him. I love that. I love that bad boys did it. Like Will Smith even copied it. Like there's a whole scene where he's chasing the guys in the cop car. That is all goes back to Martin Riggs, lethal weapon. Number three, he deserves that number three spot. I put him over some of these other characters because he is a template, which every other action cop hero is kind of laid to like they, that's who they look to for. If you make a movie, you got to look at lethal weapon. Man, he waxed poetic like he saved him. So I wonder what he's going to say about his number two and his number one. Um, That is very, very great, very lovely. Uh, But I I don't believe anybody else agreed with you there on number three. So I'm just going to keep it moving uh, because we got a a good amount of threes to get through. So let's go over to Mara. Mara, what about you? Who is your number three? Let me make so sure. (laughs) Um, Don't be the bad guy or Adam. uh, (laughs) So... I looked at this apparently just completely differently from everyone else because of course I did. Um, my number three is John McClane. Now the reason being, since we look at him as a full and complete picture, I look at him and how he started, especially that first film. Second one is kind; it kind of counts, but he really is an everyman. He has an everyman quality, and I think that that's one of those things that the '80s harnessed really well. Sure, you had like big, huge, extraordinary, as in unrealistic characters. You did. But then you did have people that were supposed to exist in a pseudo real world, which he did. But he ended up becoming so, so incredibly overly capable. Like he he hits a helicopter with a car and he at the fire sale. Oh, my God, it's not blouses. It's the end of the world. Like <laughs> and then we're going to neutralize radiation with gas because as a nuclear scientist, that really makes me upset. But it just kept getting more and more ridiculous. Wait, really so, nucleus, what? Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that is an issue. Some, some people don't know issue. me at all. Anyways, um, so, but, but, you should be on this list. 
<laughs> but I just, I, I never felt as much like the eighties were embodied, which again, this is about the eighties. I felt like we lost it. Like That's I would rather too. have since, okay. Bite-sized breakdown. I would rather take one bite of the best thing I've ever had in my life, then start eating something that's wonderful and amazing and slowly have it get shittier and shittier as I keep eating it. So those were, that was how I interpreted it, even though I love the character, cherish that first film. So Predator, all the movies are good, so that's probably your number one, Well, right? but Dutch isn't in all of them. <laughs> that's true, that's true. That's good. That, uh, that does make a lot of sense. Um, I, I just realized, see now, going, I've been moving all day. Uh, I'm going to back up. JTE was so good uh, at saying why Riggs was number, his number three. Uh, he's my number three as well, but we're going to keep moving over there from that. Uh, we're going to go over to Paul. Rick. Paul. Riggs. Who's your, who's your number? Wait, 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 Riggs, 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 wait, Riggs. Wait, one, one, two, one, two, three, and then go. Um, is it right? My, uh, my number three is Axel Foley. Oh, wow. Um, which, ah, Foley. And, and he's, but I object to his presence in this conversation, actually, because he's in a comedy. He's not even in an mm. action movie. But I would rather watch Beverly Hills Cop than some of the other movies on this uh, list. Criteria. So that's some criteria. Yeah. He's a good cop. And he uh, uses his humor in the movie to accomplish the means a lot of the times of his goals of placement. Like, Phil, what's all this? Bit? Like the whole thing, he's actually <laughs> doing something and getting rid of a bad guy in the bar. Yeah? And everything he does, whether he's, you know. He's got a particular cock, set of skills. Yeah. And, yes. and the skills are comedy. So I think this is a comedy, but it, but I would still watch Beverly Hills Cop right now if you put that in. That movie is awesome. Um, but. The Beverly Hills cops obviously look up to him, even though he's he makes it look so easy. And he better be good at what he does because his yeah. brashness gets him into all sorts of situations that his skills have to get him out of. And that's fun to watch. And he's got a dirty, hairy boss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 always yelling at him. Yeah, dude, that guy's great. Uh, so, yeah, I, although I object to his presence here, uh, I go with Axel Foley for number three. <laughs> it's called an action. It's called an action comedy. Action comes first because there are plenty of gunfights and chase scenes and uh, just a lot of things that happen all together that allow for the action and the comedy to blend. Well, Tony Scott movie um, breaks out by the time the second one. Yeah, It, it does. It does. And it, it's much better. It does everything so much better. But um, I just want to make sure. Uh, I believe that to everybody. Did anybody have Axel at that number three? No. No, I won't no. tell you where I had Axel until we get No, to no. Uh, so with that, with that, uh, our, uh, quick rundown of our number threes, um, me and JTE both had Riggs, uh, Mara had John McClane, Paige broke JTE's heart, Paul <laughs> broke mine, uh, and Adam, Adam, what, again, wasn't too far off with me in terms of Dutch, uh, he, uh, did, he, he is not the, the top of the top, but he was his number three, um, and now to the question that Adam was asking what about the five and the six ah. and, and all oh. that goodness? Well, before we get to um, our number ones uh, and our number twos uh, and just get down to, to brass tacks, we are going to go over uh, everybody's number five and number six. Um, so for me, um, and I only have one uh, computer today, so it's a little bit harder for me to like go back and forth between this full screen and, and not to give me like, one second, but for me, uh, my number uh, five and number six were based solely, and, and I will take the blame for this, solely off the fact that I just really 
didn't see these movies. Uh, and for me, my uh, six was Snake and my is... five was Rambo. Um, I had no interest in these oh movies, y'all. I'm so sorry. So I disrespectful. Just, I, I did not care. Uh, 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 anyway? I, I do not care too much. Uh, yes, yes, so I You're did. hosting an 80s movie fest, uh, ironically? Uh, slightly, slightly ironically. Um, we had to but, change but our not... name from Fuck These Movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I usually say something else with those phrases, but uh, look, uh, Rambo. I, I, I guess he's a little bit more nuanced, slightly, slightly. But again, they were kind of might be considered an action hero. I don't know. We'll explain it <laughs> to you after the show, Amaru. <laughs> Maybe, but I, I again, I like a little bit more in my action heroes. Uh, but from there, we're gonna go over to Mara, who had Riggs and Rambo oh in six. Oh my god, this is unbelievable. Wait, wait, wait. That's not right. Oh no! Oh, that's, oh. that's not right. Oh. Well, the graphic Rope says. Well, Laura, tell us what oh. you did. Oh, oh, I know, <laughs> I know, I know why. I I know why because I have. Uh, I know exactly why. Weird way of counting. It is my <laughs> weird way of counting. That is fine. Those movies. JTE, what about what you? Ours? Oh, so oh. You want skip Mara for an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, skip Mara for now. I will come back to you, Mara. I am so sorry. That's All right. I, yeah, for me, five and six are Dutch and Axel Foley. And I'll explain the Dutch pick in a second. Axel Foley, I'm with Paul. I don't really see him as an action hero. The action is like my least favorite parts of the Beverly Hills movies. I just like when Eddie Murphy's doing his comedy, being Eddie Murphy. So to me, he doesn't really belong with these guys, but I get why he's in there. It was a huge movie. I think it was like the number one film that came out the year it came out. So I get it, but well, number six. <laughs> now, number the reason why I go number five for Dutch is because when someone says get to the chopper, they'll say, remember when Dutch said get to the chopper? They say when Arnold said get to the chopper. Oh, Arnold nice. is Arnold Schwarzenegger in that movie, and he's copying a lot of things that Rambo did in First Blood, covering himself with the mud in Rambo Part 2, trying to, you know, set these little traps. So he's already, to me, lesser than Rambo because he's hmm. taking things from that movie and putting it with an alien, basically. To me, the star of Alien is Predator and John McTiernan, and the rest of that cast is fantastic. Now, Arnold's great. But he's Arnold. He's not Dutch. Dutch is not the thing I remember about that movie. It's just, it happens to be his name. No one says, oh, remember when Dutch did this? And I'm getting a little bit into my Rambo argument, which will be later. But so that's the only reason why I love Arnold. You know, if you said John, you know, not John Spartan, that's Demolition Man. What's his, <laughs> na what's his name in Commando? Something Spartan also, isn't it? John Matrix. Yeah. John Matrix. Sorry, Matrix. <laughs> so that, that's so a, that is an action hero. Name. That's what I will say. Like the part of thing for me is when I think of Arnold, Dutch. I rarely think of the character he's playing. I just think of Arnold. I just think of Arnold Schwarzenegger, the superstar bodybuilder who's just mowing dudes down. So I had to put Dutch at number five and Axel at number six. The uh, and Mara, what did I flip that correctly now based off your yes. email? Because yes, yes, there we go. Sorry, was I unclear in my email, by the way? I'm sorry. No, that one was me. That one okay. was 100% me. Oh, okay. He's jumping around. Yes, I, I would take go. a guess you'd put the anti-Semite at the lowest. Okay, to be fair, <laughs> that did not factor into okay, my decision. No, um, so I watched um, so much Lethal Weapon for this, which I had actually never seen. Oh, oh I wanted to watch it. I know, but I had to watch it. Though. I know, you did. Um, I think that Riggs and Murtaugh are greater than the sum of their parts, and so I feel like by taking only one of them that 
you can't get the desired result. So again, yeah. it's about capability. Yeah. I wouldn't trust the myself team. with only him. He needs to be oh. leveled out. Um, so especially if I were like a bystander or someone that really needed help, it's like, oh, this, guy's, this guy's gonna kill Dutch me. Dutch doesn't need Poncho. Dutch can oh. get it all done without Poncho. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then um, with John Rambo, again, it's one of those things where it's what he grew to become as a character. Yeah. That first movie means a lot to me, especially as a veteran that struggles with mental illness because of my military service. So I think that it has a lot to say. And I think using the word crazy is a little insensitive. Um, but he became insane, like between just the actual steroid use and stuff like that to how he physically appeared as the character to what the character could do. Um, I think Mythbusters was like, you can't actually rip someone's throat out the way that he did. <laughs> like, I like to know that in a universe, in a given universe that that character exists, can they do the things that they're doing? And he lives in, again, the pseudo real world and he became a superhero and he was no longer an every man that, you know, managed to survive the horrors of war and came back and Brian Denny, he was a dick bag. So that was sadly why he had to go for me, even though again, that first movie is just like chef's kiss and Brian Denny, he is a dick. Yeah, he would be the first to agree with you. <laughs> agree. <laughs> All right. Talking like I know him. <laughs> Paige, Paige, here's your five and six. Mar, yours will switch back. It'll, it, it's, it's, it's a lot of work to, to try That's to okay. uh, switch that up. But Paige, yours. <laughs> there goes your five and six, which I'm, I'm not happy about. Yeah, I just, I mean, I went with the cops, man. Like to me, like I mean, everyone kind of touched upon it with Axel Foley. Like to me, he really is an action hero. Like, and to me, Beverly Hills Cops feels more like a comedy than an action film itself. Um, and then, yeah, like Mr. Riggs, like he's kind of just like unhingy and just like, is this like bizarre, like cop that like, yeah, to me, I'm like, I'm not going with the cops. The cops are not my action hero. I want to <laughs> go with like someone that does something extraordinary. Oh, or something badass. Axel Foley's six on mine. Not yeah. Five. Yours switch back because okay. it's another slide. It's just, just a making sure. to, to put it back. All so good. All good. All good. <laughs> All right, uh, and then we're going over to uh, Paul. Your what? five and six down there. The the Rambo hate. I cannot. I cannot, I cannot believe what I'm five seeing. Five and six. Is kind Explain of yourself, Paul. I don't know when Boston turned Republican, but I like the cops. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think I'm a no, uh, peaceful happiness. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I had a I had a genuine distaste for the big uh, lunkhead action heroes. I thought they were okay. Um, but to you mean, like Cobra? Towards the, <laughs> I haven't seen it. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it got to be where Schwarzenegger got back with Cameron for T2 and True Lies, where I really liked him, and he did Twins and all this other stuff that sort of. Uh, enamored me to him again and by the time he spoofed himself in last action hero it might have been a uh might have tanked because maybe it was we were past that i don't know he would gotten better by then and his movies were better but the 80s run that he had didn't really do much for me i don't know predator is that much different it's better directed it's better than cobra it's better than commando it's better than raw deal it's better than red heat it's better than all those and that's a lot to do with mctiernan but uh I still think he doesn't have a lot to say, even though they are a bunch of uh, just a bunch of I don't know, forest guy mowing down forest guys. Yeah, you know, like I don't know. It didn't really hit me quite like I'm. I guess I'm in the way different camp than Adam. I love the every man in a situation who has to rise to the occasion and kick ass. Uh, Rambo, I did I put him six? Did I really? 
No, I think I had Dutch six. Anyway. It's okay. They're, um, they're gone. They're dead and gone. Because, yes, because they, they do love First Blood. And then I think the franchise went down, to use Mara's uh, analogy, that, that First Blood was a good meal, and then the dessert was a little... Uh, didn't quite do it for me. So um, First Blood Part 2? Yeah, it was dumb. I think. Yeah. Rambo 3 weird. was dumb. Yeah, that was dumb. Rambo too. 3 is the Beverly Hills Cop 3 of Rambo movies. That is absolutely <laughs> true. And, and again, I'm trying not to, I'm trying to stick to 80s. And first, so First Blood, I mean, Rambo, I, I didn't care for, but First Blood was really good. Isn't that, isn't that novel by David Morrell? Morrell. Right? Yeah. yeah. Any relation? Never mind. I don't think so. <laughs> so look into that. Um, don't you be besmirching his to John Rambo? Definitely not. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, the big action beef heads are not my thing. No beef heads. You have a no beef heads rule on the, the 80s? Right here. Yeah. You're an 80s action vegetarian. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. All right, and then going last, uh, Adam, here's your two. They might have been flipped, too. I think I know what yeah, I did. Flipped. I think I just... I, I just put the sixth and the fifth and the fifth and the sixth. That's what and, I did. And we and I are on a very similar wavelength. Well, and, and no problem flipping it. I just want to make sure people know that I don't think that rigs should be last because <laughs> I adore rigs. <clears throat> I love the Lethal Weapon movies. Uh, and I do love that he is a real action hero type guy. There's even the line before he breaks out of the torture where he says, uh, or no, no, or when he breaks in the club, he says, there are no heroes left. And that's when mm. Riggs kicks the door down and starts shooting people and knocking over yeah. the stuff. You know, I, mean, I love Riggs. He's, he's a real action hero. All right, so number one. And comparatively, yeah. you know, to, to Axel Foley, who is much more of a regular guy, but compared to some of the rest of the people on this list, I think Riggs is a more regular guy as well. Mm. Um, but uh, but he does have that sense of justice and that, you know, that, that little hero thing that Axel doesn't have as much he's not necessarily you know he's he had friend who's gotten killed it's not so much like i must protect things for justice and and a just world and that sort of thing that's more action hero for me than axel's just you know a uh, regular guy and i do love that tony scott turned him into an action star i thought that was like such a killer move for that second movie but i uh, never seen the third one no, i heard george right. lucas is in it <laughs> oh boy, I forgot that. Yes, yeah. yes, he is. It's he's in that one. Um, and uh, before we get into uh, our number ones, uh, uh, just real quick, you see it down below. Uh, make sure you get into um, go to bitesizebreakdown.com. Check out all the reviews that we have out there. We uh, just uh, put out the Flash. We just uh, also put out um, Fast X, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, um, and uh, our latest top five comes from the top five performances uh, of the OG uh, Avengers. So Robert Downey Jr., uh, we're including Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury put together the uh, Avengers, Jeremy Renner, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, go to bitesizebreakdown.com uh, to check that out. Um, so uh, with all that is said and done, we are going to get into our number ones. Uh, and... Uh, for this one, uh, Axel Foley. Did I do that right? You, My number you, seven you, is Ezra Miller. You kind of did that right. You kind of did that right. So we're just doing one, not one, two, correct? Well, we're going to go over our one and our two. You're going to go over your one and your and two, two. Okay. Uh, at the same time. because Miss America about rules. Once you find out who's second, you know who's first. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so getting into it, we have. I saved Axel Foley. Mara and Paige saved Dutch. 
JTE saved Rambo, Paul saved Riggs, uh, and Adam saved Snake. I am considerably getting upset with all the Axel Foley slander. The man is hilarious. The man can get into any situation, whether it's action, whether he does it and shoot. He, he is the every man in an Wait action film that I want. It and doesn't I, as as a character. motherfucker alive like he, he, is, Lincoln, but... he, he is he's not he's he's one of the coolest motherfuckers alive and if you want to be an action hero you got to be cool as shit I don't know if he's cool and I am, I'm with Paul I'm with Paul <laughs> I don't need the big lungs that don't do anything else I need somebody who is, is 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 cool but can, can get into the weeds when you need to I love Axel uh but the everybody else Rambo. Uh, yeah. uh, what about you? <laughs> Everyone, this is action heroes. Look at that, all these stays. If you put these guys in like a Thunderdome, Axel's the first one out of there. <laughs> he's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's the serious. first one out. No, <laughs> he's gonna be smart enough. He's gonna be smart enough Come to on. let everybody else just just take each other out and then and then find a way to win after. That's what he's gonna do. <laughs> so if you want to, I mean, I agree with which choice. If you're gonna go with coolest, it's it's Snake Man, like. Dude, like he's, he's named Snake. <laughs> like somebody so chose cool. a Dutch, yeah. a John, an Axel. Do you really against the a Martin? No. Well, a Judge is a pretty cool. Name. But so I, I mean, Mara and I did the right choice, and we picked the uh, numero uno, like '80s action hero, which is Dutch, because the dude fucking killed. And yes, it is Copycat. kind of. Like, it is yes. I mean, he copied it Rambo. Is. He just copied I mean, him. Kind of is. <laughs> kind of is. But you add an alien in there, that's a way cooler element. That would have so, made a great uh, Beverly Hills Cop Four. Add an alien in there. Predator Maybe. was like, what if Rambo fought an alien? Yeah, let's hire Arnold and we'll call it Predator. <laughs> I mean, that's basically what they did. Here's you know the thing. What? You can't Not tell cool. an alien from half the other people in Beverly. Hills. If you ask everybody, if you did a survey. Who are the two biggest mm-hmm. 80s action stars? It's Arnold and Stallone. I think yeah. those are the two heavyweights. I always said that Stallone won. Yeah, Stallone won the 80s. Arnold won the 90s. I think Arnold had the better career in the 90s. I think Stallone unquestionably had a better career in the 80s. Now, we're talking about the 80s, so I'm sticking to the 80s. We're not talking Terminator 2. But we're talking action heroes. We're You're not, not even talking on topic. Hey, one action hero turned <laughs> 1980s is the title of the show. So I will say this. Ronald Reagan mentioned Rambo in one of his speeches. A rap song came out just about. There's a rap song that came out just a week ago. I'm going to read what it says, the lyrics in this rap song. I want you to. Uh, The song is called What It Is. It's by Dochi. She says, Bedroom bully in the bando. He going to make it flip. Do it with no handles. Never switching sides, only switching angles. Ooh, we go crazy like Rambo. He is still in the pop culture. <laughs> He's still in rap Who songs. Are you, Ari Melber? People still say <laughs> to this day, <laughs> I'm going to go Rambo on this guy. Rambo has become an adjective that you just say. It is part of something you could do. No one says, let's do the Dutch. That means you're leaving a party or something. Nobody <laughs> says, we're going to do the McLean and take our shoes off in this house and just walk around in our socks. Yeah. You're going to do the freaking Rambo. Rambo is not just a character. He is a pop culture like Rocky. And I think people forget about this. Rocky Stone was not known as an action hero before Rambo. He was known as an, somewhat of a serious actor. He was Rocky Balboa, the most lovable, kindest. He was a boxer, but he was a boxer with a heart of gold, and he was funny. 
Rambo became the one man army, the one man army, which has became the whole eighties, like Chuck Norris, uh, any, obviously Arnold Seagal, all these guys, the one man army started with first blood and first blood part two, which were both in the eighties. First blood part two was the biggest film in the eighties. When it came to that year, it came out, it blew the doors off every other movie that came out that summer. So for me, Rambo easily number one by longevity, money, popularity, and just pure iconic. I looked at them in terms of their movies, not their legacy or the actors. Um, just to like give you my reasoning, I'm not saying your reasoning's wrong. Oh, you're I going think by it's the criteria. No, I just think I think it's interesting to hear why we yeah. all picked what we picked. Right. Yeah. Um, but I We're I all coming from different angles. Because no, I actually, that's completely valid. Yeah. I actually have a thesis that we will not go into because it's way too long. That um, Predator is actually not at all about toxic masculinity, and it actually disarms it quite effectively. But I picked him because I have he, time. They don't. <laughs> um, he he not. We, we'll have dinner after. It's okay, fine. Sure. Um, he has physically. He's physically capable, and I don't mean that he's a superhero because he was physically built that way. Like he's not wearing a suit. He's not, you know, like judge dread. Like he actually was that enormous human. They really exist. Um, he, so he's physically capable. He's intellectually capable because he's able to use his intellect to home alone as, as JT pointed out, um, building on what did come before it. So it's not entirely original, um, but he's also savvy and he, he has the one liners, you know, like stick around. Like you got, you've got all the things. That's that an action star. Th that's a great criteria actually. Yeah. yeah. And, and I like the, the bigness of it. And I also think though, here's the thing for me with that seals it with Dutch is he carries the last act of that movie with almost no dialogue. That last act of that movie is entirely interesting. And all of the foliage is exactly the fucking same. It's all green and shit. And he's covered in mud. And like, there's not even, it's lit in exceptionally well, but like, it's just us watching what they do. And the fact that it's still interesting to me also <clears throat> enhances his magnetism as a character. It's, but I'd love to hear say from that. everyone else. Well, I'll say this. You say because the last 20 or 30 minutes, you know, there's almost no dialogue. That's literally first blood. He says That's like true. one and monologue in the first ending. He has like a sentence in the beginning and he has like a monologue at the end. And the rest of that movie is all just acting with his face, but, his eyes, and the physicality. No, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. It's over, JT. It's over. The one-liners one is what like, makes you like remembered, like get to the chopper. And it's like That's what makes you remember Arnold, not Dutch. It's yeah, what makes you remember Axel, but okay, sure, go ahead. <laughs> It's just, <laughs> yeah, again, well, ladies, my, and you guys are on. End of story. I, I just got my argument like Arnold's known for the one liners, not Dutch. Yes, he plays Dutch, but he also plays a version of Dutch in just about every other movie after that. Whereas I think actually Rambo is different than any other character Rambo's basically played. I mean, even Cobra, who's like this, his version of Martin Riggs is completely different from Rambo. I just think he set a template with those films. And I just think he, to me, we're talking 80s action. Yeah. Like, Rambo is the you, first thing that comes to most people's mind. You can't give uh, a Rambo credit for saying you're the disease and I'm the cure. That's Cobra. That's Stallone trying to copy a little bit what Arnold was doing because, you know, they were going back yeah, and at it. It was like, you know, McGuire and Sosa just hitting home runs left and right. As, as soon as one did uh, Kindergarten Cop, the other had to do Stop or My, my Mom Will shoot. shoot. Which one were you saying was the better star? Here, oh, here's what I'll say. Arnold is definitely better in comedy, although I love John Landis's Oscar. But again, that's 90s, and I believe Actually, Arnold won great. the 90s, and I believe Stallone won the 80s. 
John Landis, the director of Beverly Hills Cop 3. Uh, Adam and Paul, uh, you are not in agreement today. Uh, and, and like I said, with all the, the 80s was the closest. I have is way closer than I thought because we almost everybody had uh, somebody different. Adam, you had Snake. Uh, Paul, you had Riggs. Uh, and Mar, you can keep going on Dutch as well. Paul and I are united of a love of Riggs, but this particular criteria here, I had to sabotage Riggs, unfortunately. Not the last. He wasn't my last, but. Yeah. Shall I? Because oh, please, please, that part please. where I talked about my five and six, when this finally airs, just cut that part out. Because I'm not so good at uh, going on about something I hate. But the, the guys that I love, allow me to uh, go on. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen a cop portrayed quite like Riggs before in the movies. I think that's when it came out was new. And I think everyone would agree with that. Um, operating from a place of pain. You, just, you never saw that. Of course, now we know where that pain comes from with Mel Gibson. Uh, so he clearly <laughs> has been channeling it his whole career. Remember that scene in Signs when his wife is pinned to the tree? And it's like, I, I don't know if I can do that scene. But with this pain that Gibson has, he's able to show it. And so he was the right well, choice the to play Riggs <laughs> yeah, in this movie. And just starting with the um, uh, the scene where he has to where he's going to kill himself at the top. And the fact that we can turn that movie at all into something that's fun is shocking. Uh, but again, I've always said with any movie, uh, you have to set the stakes real. I, I always go back to Raiders of the Lost Ark about this. Set the real stakes, and then we can have fun. But if you don't set the stakes as real, if you're just having fun, shooting guns and make, cracking jokes, you're not. It, it's not going to work. But Lethal Weapon works because of that real situation that Riggs is dealing with uh, the whole movie. Uh, and so in the end, it's his unpredictability. The loose cannon aspect of him, which became obviously such a cornball term, they named a whole Hackman Ackroyd movie after it. But um, that whole aspect of him is what makes him unique from every other action star in that decade and beyond. And also, not for nothing, I think his has the most consistent quality throughout all the Riggs movies um, where he appeared. Obviously, Predator's one and done, but the rest of the people had a chance to come back and, and make their franchises shit. But he did pretty good. I don't remember three at all, but four was great. One and two were absolutely stellar. And those were both in the 80s. So that's another reason yep. I picked uh, uh, him at the end. And um, and something Siskel and Ebert said a long time ago, I'm not going to take credit for it, was just for them, it was really refreshing to see the black cop have the, fa the stable family life and yeah. the white cop have troubles and actually have to be taken in and cared for by the black family. Yeah. That was something unique to its time. And it still, I think, is a refreshing yeah. take on that whole story. So I find that interesting as well. All cop buddy movies go back to Lethal Weapon. If you, I don't even think the term cop buddy movie was around before Lethal no, Weapon. I don't think it was. So this is setting standards, and Riggs is setting standards as a character uh, throughout it as well. It's the So many standard. days to retirement? Is that the very first movie to do that? Yeah. So, what? so many yeah, days to yeah, retirement. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. so. Yeah. I just want to say I agree with everything Paul's saying, but I think Mara made a great point earlier. Like when you lose Danny Glover and you just concentrate on Riggs, well, all the things you said I think definitely apply. You lose that team aspect to it. So it's like he, it's not the Martin Riggs movie. It's not like Lethal Weapon, Martin Riggs, like it is Die Hard John McClane. So but that's I, also because Dan Glover's a, a badass as well. Like yeah, he is. He, oh, well, he he's a bad dad. It, like he's they're a, a good dad, yeah. action duo as well. Like I totally I, agree. I, 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 Lethal I, Weapon's I would say, yeah, I, and I would say why Riggs was behind. Uh, look, McClane and, and Foley are two of my favorite characters or action characters. But the reason Riggs almost took over McClane because 
Riggs on his own could probably carry a movie. He's that dynamic of a character. I, I don't know if Murtaugh could as much. He probably could, but I'm more interested in Riggs over Murtaugh. Um, and that's how good he is. And I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm not down on you having him at number one uh, like that uh, at all, at all. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean they set up the fact that Murtaugh's not as good as Riggs from the shooting. Yeah, he's range. retiring. He's older. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. have the. the martial arts skills that clearly Riggs has so he could back up all of his deliberate contrast antics with uh yeah with six shooter huh Uh, a lot of old folks carry so yes and i mean later on he had something to live for as well after the Mm -hmm. the idea of the um the killing himself went away because he found something real and solid with Murtaugh and his family and his job uh and then they still kept quality high like it was that's a big shift to take in your whole idea of your movie the, the cop who wants to kill himself, so he's edgy. So we don't. You want to die? What are you? Yeah, all that. Um, so then to switch it to just we're gonna have a great action movie with these characters that we love, and have him not be that like that anymore. It still worked pretty impressive as well. And That's it was happening as, a little bit as early as Lethal Weapon Two, I think. As and well. does a little Harrison Ford where you're like, well, at any moment Riggs could kick this guy's ass if he wanted to. Yeah, know? well, it's clearly <laughs> the, the South African pushed him too far and he became old uh-huh. Briggs again, but it wasn't his own yeah, desire to kill you. himself, which was fueling that. So I think that's also impressive for this franchise as well. That's why it's such I, a great well, sequel. Again, top to bottom, a unique take on the cop in a movie. I love my number one. Well, and that's another thing, though, that I took into account. You mentioned who they go up against is their nemesis. Uh, mm-hmm. Dutch defeated the the greatest hunter that that exists in his mm-hmm. universe. So that was another little tiny bit that pushed it over for me. But uh, I also want to build on that's you mentioned true. very super heroic. Uh, disarming expectations based on someone's race in a movie. That's why Axel Foley was my number two, because he is able to subvert many of the expectations that people in Beverly Hills would have about him and his capabilities, not just because of where he's from, but because of his race. And he wasn't my number one only because I just felt like he was ever so slightly less capable, despite being incredibly both street smart and intellectually smart. Like Banana in the Tailpipe is not just street smarts. It it's intelligence. <laughs> he understands how internal combustion works, but it's hilarious when he does it. But I did feel the small decline in his quality over the films. And I also had to t- a little bit take into account the fact that he also he needed a little bit of help from the other guys, which again, it's like, it's totally fine. But um, I also just really liked how you kind of- Rosewood and Taggart? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, but you know, you get to kind of see it and you see it from his perspective too. I love him too, when he does the little fingerprint thing with the the mm. uh, the with super the, glue and then yeah, does the, the window thing. And he has like so many of those match, little yeah. things in two. I was like, well, I wasn't always a cop. And then he's uh, like, Adam, you had Snake uh, and you were I bad from the beginning. Uh, the the bad one apparently. Yes, you are. Yeah, he was a snake at number one, (laughs) like Riggs. Uh, Look, you know how much I love Riggs. Uh, if we hadn't bonded over uh, uh, Harrison Ford, we probably would have bonded over Lethal Weapon if if Harrison Ford hadn't come up. But imagine the two of us even not knowing each other, Harrison Ford not coming up for a half hour. It's just still (laughs) would that just wouldn't happen. But uh, but uh, yeah, Snake Plissken, man. So I'm a big superhero fan, right? So when I think of heroes, I think of action heroes, you know. I think of a guy like that's really got like branding that could kind of pop right out of a comic book. You know, he's got an eye patch. He's got the, you know, skin tight pants, the the boots, the, you know, he's just got the whole look. Like he looks like a GI Joe. Honestly, like if you, if you took the helmet off of Captain Major Blood from GI Joe, it's like, that's basically what Snake Plissken looks like. And he ended up in a comic book. 
yeah. there was a Snake Plissken yeah, comic eventually. Oh, I, I might have to go track that down. Might, yeah. But he's got, the, you know, and we're talking about catchphrases. We're talking about all these sort of things that identify them or, or all sorts of bits of cleverness or how they win, stuff like that. I think he's got all that. He's able to play a total John McClane, you know, like underestimated, but he always wins. He has his way. He's not afraid to cheat. He's, whatever it takes to just get these people out of my way. And the way he talks, man, I don't know if anybody else in this list quite delivers like, call me Snake. Listen, man. Like, he says everything like that. I like, love that Snake straight out of a comic book, man. I, uh, and, and not enough game like, tape, though. Would you say there's not enough game tape on him? Like, you got one movie, and the budget was nowhere near the level of, like, Predator or Rambo. And he is doing a little bit of a Clint Eastwood. I mean, it's it's Kurt Russell. Like, got what if movies. I did a yeah. what if I did Dirty Harry in the future with an eye patch? A little bit. <laughs> All that stuff going on. I mean, yeah. each of these guys that we have here each have like a little bit of a thing we like from the action genre. Otherwise, none they wouldn't be on this mm. list, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Snake does have all that stuff. He doesn't have a a boss, which is great. He doesn't have any like Snake. What did I tell you about trying to save you? You just you know blew up a whole park. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I think we can all agree though he is absolutely the coolest. Like if we want to say coolest, yeah, he's, cool. the coolest he's so one. cool. He's got Riggs yeah. hair. He's got Riggs hair. He's got. I mean, he's just got a little bit he's, of he's, everything here. Larger he's than the eye patch. Paige, you had Snake at number at number two. Yeah, you know, that's number nice. one. Yeah, he's like you said. He's like the ultimate like cool dude. Like, he definitely probably smokes, like, a pack a day. Not saying that smoking is cool, because it's definitely not. But, like, he's got, like, shitty-ass tattoos. Like, the eye patch. Like, he just looks like a cool-ass dude. He's, like, very Not counting the 90s movie. <laughs> but we could. That's the Oh, point. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, let me no, ask I you this. I, you could count the 90s movie. You and I did say you could count the entire franchise, so. I, I guess, but the, He's an the second movie's not the even that good. Or my list would have been very different. Well, well, I would say Axel Foley and Snake probably have the lowest body count of any of these action heroes. I don't know if that came into your guys' equation at all. I, no, no, I it didn't. It. Okay, it didn't actually. No, let's let's re-rank them by like body count. Right? Actually, no. Dutch would have the lowest body count because he directly only kills a few of that's the insurgents true. in the jungle, that's and that's it. Like mm -hmm. he might kill like four. Who's got people. the biggest body count? Is it Rambo? Well, on on top of the fact, Predator, all they do is shoot a bunch of machine guns, so we don't really know what body goes to what person anyway. He well, might have lower. If he drops the jeep thing that goes yeah. and explodes, and you see yes. like four guys yeah. fly. Sure, away. some people got and then hurt. He, and then he knifes. He throws the knife at the one guy. But, but yeah. he kills predator. That gives him like ten. That's like a plus oh, okay. ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To it, so. I blame the second unit photographer from the A team because everybody <laughs> that guy. dies in the predator like blows over the camera. I think the second unit guy was for the guy from A team. <laughs> Wait, did we get? Uh, who, did everybody say they're number two yet? Because I had yeah. John McClane. Oh, yeah, just uh, and just yeah, everybody also just talk about your number twos and your final thoughts uh, on this list. Yeah, let's go around on the number twos. I guess I'll start. John McClane, yeah. I love to me, the number one, number two are my two favorite kind of action stars. The one guy who's jacked up is gonna kill a whole army by himself, <laughs> and the other is John McClane, the perfect everyday man who is the guy in the bad situation who just keeps coming up against horrible odds. You know, it's the most relatable hero, I think, of the whole list is John McClane because everyone of us knows that John McClane, we are know him at the bar. Maybe he's your mechanic. Maybe he's your dad's best friend. Like, you could just totally relate with everything that's going on with him. Ding, ding. And again, some of the best direction of John McTiernan. That's twice we've had John McTiernan uh, movies on this list. You got to give him a lot of credit. 
No, we don't, because he also yes, directed he Medicine Man. Nobody ever brings up yes. all the terrible movies that guy did. I don't know. I, I have a feeling Predator would have been free good pass. no matter what. You direct Die Hard and Predator. When's the you last can, you time can make you Muppet watched? Uh, you can make uh, Muppet uh, movies the rest of your career. I don't care. You're in the, 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 the discussion for all-time great action directors. And he did Hot for October. And he did The 13th Warrior, which I really love and I think is underrated. Um, so anyway, John McTiernan, a lot of credit. One of the best villains. You know, what makes a great hero? A great villain. And that's one thing I will give Dutch. You got the Predator. One thing yeah. you can knock on Rambo Ruber, is he though. never really had a great single villain. Brian Dennehy was a great villain, but he was more mm -hmm. of a metaphor for a bigger problem that was going on in society and, you know, with the veterans. So to me, the idea of what Rambo was fighting for was more of a place Post in the Rambo cartoon, yeah. there was a very yes, set Rambo cadre of Cobra-like villains. I will say Rambo uh, 4. With the Russian called, from the First Blood Part 2. Anyway. Rambo 4 actually had some horrible, horrible people in it, but almost at a point where it was entertaining. So I just think John McClane and Rambo, those are my one and two because they represent the two totally different kind of action heroes of the 80s. The relatable hero and the godlike guy who's going to take on the whole army. So yeah. to me, those are the two best. I also had uh, McLean at, at number two, and you kind of just summed up everything. I, again, more personal. I uh, personally connect more with the relatable guys, and I, and especially the ones who are funny. That's why Axel and John are uh, my number twos. Paul, uh, give us your talk about your, the the list in general, as well as the fact that why you have McLean at number two. Yeah, I mean, it's I think the the cops who or regular guys was my thing. So yeah, that's Briggs is my favorite. <laughs> yeah, but uh, to what you said, JD and Mara as well. I think the, and then this doesn't sit, this doesn't stand for lethal weapon, but every once in a while, when you have the great villain as well, they both rise to the occasion. I remember being, I saw a diehard in the theater. I was a young pup and I was watching it. And that scene where the, um, Hans has to pretend he's a one, one of the people, right? <laughs> he has to pretend he's like an escaped uh, member of the Christmas party. And then immediately you know, McLean counters by giving him the empty gun. I mean, both those smarts uh -huh. went, went past me. I'm like, oh, I didn't see either of those things happen. <laughs> so I was like, these are both good at what they do. Yeah. He's an exceptional thief, of course. But uh, I just thought that uh, watching McLean at work with the smarts and the action and the funny, I loved mm -hmm. Moonlighting. So yes. I mean, everything was yes. great. <laughs> oh, I was all in on Die Hard already. If yeah. I walked down the middle of the street after seeing Die Hard, I was going to. I wanted to fight. I wanted to fight somebody. I was like, who wants to fuck with me? Because I and I was walking in the middle of the street for whoever wanted it. No one was out. You know, it was like 10.30 in a small town. Mar, Mar, but, Mar, you talked about Axel a little bit. Anything you want to add or anything you want to add about the list in general? Um, well, actually, I want to comment on something JTE said, because that's one of the things. If it had just been First Blood, that might have possibly just been my my favorite guy because the movie itself out of all of these films had the most to say and mm -hmm. it's it's still applicable today which is really depressing um <laughs> but they managed to do the thing that i love most is they mask a really important topic with something that is really digestible because people that aren't interested in having those conversations will go to this movie not realizing that it's teaching them something or at least opening them to the idea of having a conversation about their perspective on something. And uh, if, if I had only looked at just that one movie, partially because you know I'm a big softy for veterans, which maybe again is part of why Dutch also spoke to me a lot, that might have just been my number one because it, it's the most powerful, I think, of all of the movies. Yeah, it's an action drama, where the part mm -hmm. two is an action blockbuster. Mm -hmm. I, I, it's Stay with me here, but it's kind of like Mission Impossible 1 and 2. Mission Impossible 1 was I'm a Brian De Palma film. Yeah. 
that was kind of serious. It was about the team and Tom Cruise is on his own and it's espionage thriller. And then when you got the mission possible too, it was John Boo's slow motion, hair, <laughs> hair in the wind, sand kicked in Dubs the air. everywhere. And it became, but mission Dubs, yeah. was the biggest summer film that year. And so was Rambo too. So both same thing with Beverly Hills Cop one and two. Like you couldn't find two more different styles. Like the second one is like, you know, it's it's Ramboed up for what it is. Yes. Speaking of Rambo, Adam, you had Rambo uh, as your number two. Anything you want to add? Anything uh, you want to close out with? uh, Yeah, I mean, just to just to to continue with my what I was my criteria for Snake, which is like you got to be an action hero. You got to be straight out of a comic book, man. Uh, you know, uh, and so uh, John Rambo was almost there for it. Also, he had a cartoon and Snake didn't. Uh, and that cartoon <laughs> yes. was a blatant ripoff of G.I. Joe, which itself mm. was kind of a riff on Rambo in some yeah. ways. Uh, so, um, uh, you know, it definitely like that's got the sort of He's got so much iconic stuff. <laughs> the fact that they could take something like First Blood and go there with it mm-hmm. is the equivalent of going, like if Rocky mm-hmm. Two was Rocky Four. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It really I agree. feels like the same. And James thing. Cameron wrote this, uh, helped write the script for Rambo Two. Right. And yeah, originally Rambo, yeah, originally Rambo was going to do the whole team. We can't talk about Lazy Susans anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, James Cameron wrote it to be a team with Rambo. And then Sloan was like, let's just make it about Rambo. And they uh-huh. took that part and put it into Aliens. So that ah. team you see in Aliens oh. was the team that was originally going to be in Rambo. For oh, wow. That's awesome. Great that's, trivia. That's so cool. That is a fun fact. Yes, it is. Fun fact. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right. So every day, guys. Every day. Every day. But with that, we are doing a tournament. Uh, so uh, we're bringing back, if you've been watching all year, we haven't had any uh, points. Uh, but we're going to figure out who actually moves on to the final from the 80s bracket, the way it works. Um, if any character got a uh, first place vote, it was five points. Character got a second place vote, it was three points. And if you got a third place vote, it was one point. Uh, so with that, we'll start off with one Mr. Axel Foley. Uh, he got a first, a second, and a third. Um, so he ended up with nine. Then Rambo, also with nine, because he also had a first, a second, and a third. Riggs, uh, unfortunately, uh, got a seven. Only one uh, first place, but two thirds. Uh, Riggs, good fight, uh, uh, but not there. Riggs, Riggs. Snake, so close. Snake, so close. Eight points with that first place and that second place. Uh, so uh, we still got Axel and Rambo in the running. Until Dutch comes through. Oh, Dutch comes through with the two first place uh, to get him a little bit over in the third. Uh, the number one. So it is down to whether or not uh, uh, John McClain pulls it out or not. Come on, McClain. Oh, oh yes. 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 Uh, yes missed out. So with that, uh, our winner moving forward. Oh. Moving forward. Cool. <laughs> moving forward in the Schwarzenegger character moving forward. Hey, yeah, in in the 80s bracket for the banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> he, he he didn't he didn't he's moving forward uh beating out Axel McLean by uh uh Snake Rambo and Riggs by a very 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 slim margin. Now, uh one thing though, uh with us uh having four decades and six spots, there will be 
Sorry, uh, so, sorry, uh, Eric. Uh, he 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 might have a chance to come back though with McLean getting second place based off of uh, how the other um, decades go. Not only is each first place person from each bracket going to go in, but the uh, top six uh, point getters afterwards are going to go back into a second chance round. So after we go through the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, the 2010s, before the final, we're going to have a second uh, chance matchup where our next top six points getters uh, are going to go into one other uh, round to see if we'll fill out uh, the final two spots. So there is a chance that uh, John McClain can get in. There's a chance with all those nines uh, uh, that Rambo uh, and maybe Axel uh, might be able to do it. Sure, he was in one movie. One but movie. Truth, but Arnold Schwarzenegger. I came here. But the panel prepared, has spoken. I was prepared to be as um, rallied against as I was saying Legolas was the one I'd keep for Lord of the Rings uh, with Dutch. I'm completely floored that this has occurred. I am also on the floor. Yeah, we will not be liked by most of the internet. I am we'll happy. Oh, I'm not liked at all. Yeah, for what we did today, we should. <laughs> we should hide. Uh, but it is it is all right. Like I said, uh, we will be possibly seeing some of these back. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but I want to thank uh, everybody on the panel today. Uh, we'll start off down there. Um, Adam, uh, Paul, let the people know where they can find you uh, and what's going on in your world. At the movie guys, the movie guys.net. That's the social and the website where you can find what we're doing. There it is. Uh, the Ford Fiesta rolls on. It's our episode. Uh, each episode, it looks at a Harrison Ford movie, and we go deep on it. Sometimes we got guests and have some fun. It's called the that. Ford Fiesta. It's the one podcast that has one topic, and that's Harrison Ford, yeah. the greatest actor of all time. It's one of the things we're pr- I'm proudest of that we've done at the movie, guys, because it really combines our comedic take on things, which includes a lot of the uh, the movie recaps that we do for reminding everyone what the film was about. Then we dive deep on all the facts. I'm researching the heck out of it online to find out cool stuff about the movies. Uh, and it gives us a chance to see Harrison Ford movies we haven't seen, like the the seven that were before American Graffiti. Yeah, yeah, there were seven that he appeared in. So who knew? So, so go back and listen to those. those. Yeah, it's the most fun you can have with a movie you've never heard of. Yeah. Uh, Mara, what about you? Uh, where can the people find uh, you and what do you got going on? Right here. So you can I, find I, it right yeah, here. I'm currently located in Paul <laughs> Preston's garage. Um, Ramsey, um, five out of five stars. Do recommend. Um, but honestly, I haven't been doing very much on the internet lately. So, you know, just keep your ear to the ground. I've been busy planning the wedding and everything. So, yeah. Oh, who are you getting married to? Jesus. <laughs> oh, wow. Voted for life. Always the well, correct answer. Talk about an action star. I came to his door saying that I was, um, a, uh, I was trying to preach the, uh, the religion of Islam to him. So he shut the door in my face. It says no solicitors on my door. I think it said <laughs> all of the solicitors is what it said. Maybe, maybe. Uh, and then last but not least, uh, JTE. Uh, where can the people find you? What, what you got going on? Uh, you find me at JTE Movie Thinks on Twitter. I do have a new podcast called Extra Movie Butter. Uh, it's hosted by <laughs> Moose Haas. With, um, oh. Me and Brother Lomas. Uh, we're doing a show every week. We just did one with John Roca talking all about The Flash, giving our rankings for the DCEU. Catch that out every week. <laughs> and hey, doggy. And thanks so much for having me. You know, <laughs> uh, I had Dutch fifth. I think I maybe had him the lowest. So didn't quite work out for me. I was hoping uh, one or two. I was a McLean or Rambo getting there. But listen, I love 80s action movies. I grew up with them. To me, they are like our superheroes. Uh, Rambo was Captain America. 
Arnold was Thor and McLean was <laughs> Iron Man. They they True. were just the heroes back in the day. Today you just have to have a suit and an armored suit. But these guys got by by pure charisma and just getting their bodies into the insane shape. So Hell I yeah. give them all love. John Wick didn't need a suit or charisma. Nope. Or well, actually, he, he, he needed well, the, the bulletproof. He needed a bulletproof suit, yeah. There's a band, like, classic suit, though. These guys yeah, didn't we'll wear see. shirts half the time. That's yeah. true. They did. We will see if John Wick needs that bulletproof uh, suit in, 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 in a bracket a little later, most likely. Um, uh, uh, thank you. Shots fired. To JT's Shots. point, I had to look up who Dutch was before I did this. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. No one knows Dutch. He's named it's Arnold. Dutch. It's no Arnold. It's Arnold. Arnold. Just gonna... No Can last you... name like Cher. I've heard of Brett. <laughs> Nobody says oh, who gets a chopper. Arnold said that. Not Dutch. He needs to stay. I don't even know you anymore. Is it, is it like Cobretti? Like Cobra? Like oh, is Dutch party? Nobody knows who that is. Nobody Mary knows who that is. Very uh, but I want to thank my guests. I want to thank my guests uh, down below. Of course, also thank uh, Paige. Please check us out at bitesizebreakdown.com as well as uh, at bitesizebreakdown on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. All the links to the socials are below. Uh, but as always, before we get out of here, I do have to do the riddle for next week's uh, episode of One Gotta Stay. So, are you next trying week, to leave clues for a Batman? Hey, <laughs> possibly, possibly. You show that to it off the rip. <laughs> next week on uh, One Gotta Stay's One Action Hero Tournament, um, low key, this might be the most ridiculous riddle I've ever made. Uh, these '90s action heroes uh, were so all over the place; it was kind of hard to put together. Because normally with these riddles. It always felt like fate because I make these myself, uh, but the words just keep escaping me. I, like they were in a hidden city or down in ancient tombs. And I kept ending up on the wrong side of the river of thoughts in my head that were getting me nowhere. <laughs> and really, all I want to do is put the words back in the box of my brain because I was tired of feeling like somebody who had a gun to my head asking me for some bubble gum and some fruit candy. But I slowly... I sat there and I let my thoughts cook. I slowly, slowly cooked them together, hoping for a spark of ingenuity. But I just kept coming back to things as random as a guitar case full of guns. <laughs> With that, for Paige, for JTE, for Mara, for the movie guys, Adam and Preston, we are out of here. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs>